Thanks for tuning in to Real Talk with Michelle, the podcast about purpose, where we discuss what it truly means to live your best life now. Hi, guys. On this week's episode of the Real Talk with Michelle podcast, I'm joined by mindset healing coach Yamana Mitchell. Yamana is a coach based in Nashville who helps women go from doing things out of obligation to taking charge of their life and time to live on their own terms. You don't want to miss this episode, so get comfy, settle in, and enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome back to the Real Talk with Michelle podcast. This is episode number 80, Real Talk with Mindset Healing Coach, Yamina Mitchell. Thank you, Yamana. It is pronounced Yamana. Yamana. It's okay. I've heard it all (laughs) kinds of ways. (laughs) Yamana, got it. Um, Yamana, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Um, So I... Started a life coaching business in February um, because I had gone through my own journey of healing and improving my life. Um, And in addition to that, I work a full-time accounting job Mm -hmm. and I've been in corporate America all my life. Um, I'm from Knoxville, no kids and no pets. I had a cat once, but don't want any more responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) I understand my um my pet passed last month and it took a little bit of an adjustment because it was a dog. I'm like mm-hmm. used to going outside and doing stuff. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, wow, this is how the other people live. <laughs> the freedom. Like, Man, that's <laughs> nice. Like I don't have to pop back home and walk my dog. And stuff. <laughs> a couple years it would take a couple mm-hmm. years and focus on myself <laughs> absolutely and I had a cat so I did not have to pop in to let her out but you know it's still you gotta there's still a being there that you have to care for so exactly. and, it's, and I had her for almost 20 years and I don't want to go through the process of having a pet child and then watching them get old and go again Ooh. I don't have to do it it's too much. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that was a lot. I was not, <laughs> I wasn't, I, that's the part that you don't think of. Is Their family. Yeah. The, end, the eventual end. And oh, I was a mess. So mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell me, I know you said you went through your own healing journey, but what mm-hmm. made you like really um, interested in coaching? Uh, so In the process of going through my own healing journey, there was also the challenge presented before me of, well, what are you going to do? Like, what is your purpose? Are you are you living that? And I was like, no, not really. I mean, I don't mind showing up to my job. I went to college for accounting, Mm -hmm. but I have always naturally been the person who people gravitate towards for insight and advice and all of it. So I've been coaching my whole life for free. (laughs) And yeah. so I decided I might as well hone this skill set and <laughs> and charge and get paid for the value that I can provide. I agree. Um, pretty much the same path. I'm like, I've been doing this and people <laughs> to value things yeah. that I say, try to, they follow them and if they have yeah. good results. I'm like, huh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely feel you there. Um, what do you notice about, um, women in the healing space, what, what, um, what are you noticing about the women whom you coach? 
It appears that a lot of women don't feel they have permission to care about just themselves. Mm-hmm. Everything has to be about everybody else. Um, and the idea of focusing on themselves is like, mm, well, do I really need to be doing this? Couldn't I really be doing this over here instead? Like if they have kids or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Women just don't feel like they have the permission to explore themselves, do what they want and need for themselves separate from other people. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. When you um, sent over your bio and I think you sent me like a, a Facebook message and I was like, I'm low key, like a client (laughs) um, through my own like healing journey. I realized that I was always just almost just really doing what other people needed me to do. And then I, like you said, I was last and ultimately being last, I was exhausted. So then the things that I really wanted to do got neglected because it was time to go to sleep by the end of the day. Absolutely. Yeah. Which I learned was just, leading to more burnout and you know um which I'm sure you probably noticed in your practice that um just overall neglect for myself yeah <laughs> I think that was yeah. really it and um, I did a live yesterday you cannot pour from an empty cup we try we can't we just can't just cannot do it <laughs> um you're teaching women to take care of themselves first before others what does that look like Um, so it depends on each person. Everybody comes from different backgrounds with their different experiences in life. And so it may look like self-worth, building confidence and working on talking, speaking kindly to yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of us, even if we're not consciously saying things out loud that are rude, we subconsciously, subconsciously let things float around in our heads that should not be occupying mental space rent-free. (laughs) You're right about that. (laughs) You are right about that. Um, Let's see. How has your own healing um, helped you in your coaching practice? I would say a lot of the, the, the application are things that I myself have gone through. And it's like, if I were on the other end of this, how would I receive this? What would I want this to look like? Mm-hmm. And so um, even down to having the coaching session and having recap notes. If mm-hmm. I'm in a session, I'm not thinking about taking notes feverishly. I want to get what I'm there for. And so just having a brief little recap of what the goal is for next week or in the next couple of weeks. Um, and what else? What was the question again? Um, how has your own healing kind of helped you in your um, coaching? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the beauty of coaching is that even though you're in this space, you never stop learning. Mm-hmm. And that was another thing that attracted me to this space because I'm still, I read a book, I just finished it called How, how to Do the Work. Mm-hmm. Um, the four-hour work week. I'm constantly learning and reading new ways to improve myself and in turn can provide that to the clients that I work with. Yes, I saw that. I mm-hmm. did look at your book list. I've read 
Um, Atomic Habits. I was mm-hmm. kind of at the end of it. Let me not say red. Listen. <laughs> to- oh, girl, I'm an audio as well. I'm an audio reader as well. <laughs> Listen, I was like, sometimes I have time to sit down. Sometimes I'm moving around, but I can take in the night. Like you said, like on a, when you went on a walk earlier, like those mm-hmm. are times I can listen to books. Um, and then the untethered soul, which I did an episode on, on the podcast. Um, but it's, I think you had two other ones on there and I was like, I haven't read these. I'm interested in how to do the work. Mm-hmm. That looks like it would be a really good read. I just finished that one and I did really enjoy it. I think she gave very easy to implement practical tips mm-hmm. and she didn't lie about it. Just it being work. Healing is work. There is no way around it. You're going to ugly cry. You're going to have temper tantrums and everything in between. There, nobody gets to bypass it. No. <laughs> and if you haven't, I'm looking at you side-eyed because <laughs> obviously you didn't really get deep up in there. Yeah. But. So you didn't go deep enough if you ain't, if you ain't still <laughs> ebbing and flowing. Exactly. <laughs> or if it just didn't take you out. Because I definitely had some therapy sessions where I was telling my, um, my guy friend, I said, Every time I used to leave therapy, I was exhausted. Like, would come home and, like, pass out for, like, (laughs) two hours. It was like some kind of, like, exorcism happened in there. (laughs) Every time I left, my therapist therapist brought that up. Uh, I think we had a session last week. And she was like, you know, I remember there was a time when you were crying every week. I said, girl, I'm so glad to be past that part. Because it was, it was... It was it was tough going for a bit there. I was like, do I want to keep doing this? I mean, I can't like go backwards though, so I have to right. keep going. <laughs> How do you deal with tough moments that come up in your coaching sessions? I don't know if I have experienced anything tough yet. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The coaching sessions have not been the tough bit. It has been the learning of the technology. Mm-hmm. to do the marketing and the social media of it all. That has been the tough part because I, I didn't social media for real before I decided no. to step into this space. Like I'd post pictures of food or if I was somewhere, but every day, who Lord, it, it makes you work for it. <laughs> it definitely makes you work for it. That's, I feel like every coach has this, love hate relationship with social media like we know how it works like what it's for what it does but yes. you know some days life call life calls and like sitting down to like batch content or make content yes especially when you're a, in the moment person is hard mm-hmm. I'm like I don't know what I want to say Friday on girl Monday. like that was me on Sunday I said okay I have my topic from my live Yes. What are the three tips that I'm going to leave behind? What's the filler stuff? Yes. And I was just sitting here and I said, I don't know. And right. I was frustrated. But I mean, you got to come up with it because I work a full time job also. So I've got to do it when I can get it in. Anyways, to make it easy. <laughs> a lot of stuff um, of mine is automated. Mm-hmm. For sure. I'm working on that. I'm working on getting to automation. And that's something I'm going to have to learn, too. But yeah. Uh, it definitely is a beginning of the month. I got ahead of it because, uh, you know, January is that new mm-hmm. year. I'm going to knock this out. So I did a lot of scheduling. <laughs> so now I'm like, whoo, I'm like, 
it's I'm pushing it forward versus like being behind mm-hmm. on it. So like mm-hmm. I'm kind of in July now and I'm like, all right, I kind of nice. take a minute. <laughs> yes. Um, I saw on your thing, I didn't click on it, but what are your nudge journal prompts? Like, what's that about? Um, so it's not me. It's just um, a referral link. Uh, but mm-hmm. for me, I know that in the past I have journaled when things were bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I got to a space where things stopped being bad regularly. You know, yeah. you get a sprinkle of bad here and there, but it's like, well, I still want to journal because I enjoy that practice. Mm-hmm. And so um, nudge journal, they'll send you prompts three times a week and they'll give you a couple of different options. And you tell them what option you want to work with that particular day. And they'll send you a prompt, uh, a few questions, and you are prompted to do your journaling. And so I get mine on Tuesday. I think everybody maybe, but Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday evening, I get those prompts. Uh, mm-hmm. that's and it's about different things. I mean, it can be about goals that you got coming up, about enhancing friendships or family relationships it's literally anything they throw all kinds of stuff out there so I like that it's a variety and then I don't have to come up with my own prompts yeah listen like you said um I was thinking today I was like I haven't really journaled but it's because it's really peaceful yeah (laughs) Yeah. I don't have anything taking up extra space in my brain right (laughs) now so I'm just like I would really just be saying good morning and like Mm -hmm. talking about what I'm gonna do for the day so I'm like okay it's like I'm I'm in a a little moment, but I wouldn't mind getting like some journal prompts to like push me to further write. I think I signed up for those in maybe like December. Uh huh. And I've been getting them. Yeah. And I do them. If I don't do them that night, I'll do them the next morning before I start my day. So, but I do. I really enjoy them. I like that. Mm -hmm. Um, What are some of the things that you're teaching your clients um, about self care? Boundaries. Okay. Boundaries for sure. Yes, boundaries for sure. Um, Scheduling. Not feeling overwhelmed with having this huge to-do list, but chunking it down into bite-sized pieces. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, for instance, if there is some project that that you need to work on, how often are you wanting to work on that? Uh, how long is it going to take you to accomplish that from beginning to end? And how can you break that up throughout the week and schedule it in so that it gets done and it doesn't feel like you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that important. That's definitely one of the things I taught myself or I started to implement because you know how that goes. Like we we want to jump all in and be like, this is going to be perfect, but we know it's mm-hmm. trial and error, but <laughs> <laughs> like going through and actually doing it. But I started to, uh, like you said, not make long lists of Monday mm-hmm. and all this, you know, because you're yep. setting yourself up to feel defeated one, yep. like at the beginning of the week, which is Absolutely. a mindset thing. So I was, I just started to just, put two or three things that were realistic for me to do. And if it was a day that I had something else to do or I plan to not have something to do, which is what Mm -hmm. people don't do enough. I'll say, because that's important too. You got to have that planned, (laughs) nothing to do time. 
Yes. I'm like, <laughs> Wednesdays are a day where it's like, if I want to do something work yes. related, I can, but if not, like it's fine to not do anything. But I found, I felt more, which is the hacks of life. I felt more accomplished. I was just yeah. like, okay, like I got these yeah. little three little things done <laughs> instead of being like, okay, there's 10 things left everything <laughs> on Monday. Now I suck. And it's weird. Like, it's just little baby things that you just do different. Like, split those 10 things up. Yeah. And yeah, like I have a running list of to do because entrepreneurship is always something to do. Listen, Um, But there's a list of things that I can immediately jump into that I just need to sit down and schedule into my schedule. Mm-hmm. And then there's a list of things that I know it's going to be a little more involved. And so I'm going to have to actually spend some time like maybe doing some research and then maybe doing a this and then doing a that before I can get to the finished product. And so I'm going to have to set time aside to like break out those things individually instead of saying, I'm going to do LMNOP and it's 77 steps and I'm trying to do it on a Tuesday for two hours. And that's just not realistic. Exactly. Mm-hmm. How is it? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, mm-hmm. <laughs> How has it been for you? Um, and this is coach to coach, just putting your like ideologies together, like think like processes that you know you want to use in your coaching that you want to make anchors at least until you learn something mm-hmm. new that you want to use instead. Like, how's that been going for you? Um, slow. okay I feel the same way so this is comfortable it feels so there's I have a bajillion ideas and everything sounds great and fun and shiny but like reeling it in and making it comprehensive because like even in my current day job I'm really good at taking information digesting it and then breaking it down into plain uh, plain term language. Yes. And so I'm working on doing the same thing within the coaching space. And so like when my client might need something, then that's like, okay, I know about this. I've got resources. Cause usually when I read books and listen to podcasts and things, I'm always taking notes because yes. I just, I'm a nerd. I can't help it. <laughs> same. And so then I'm like, okay, well, this is what we're working on for the next couple of weeks. Let me pull something together here and give this as a resource, kind of see how this lands. So yeah. So I'm trial and error. It is. It definitely mm-hmm. is. <laughs> and um, I, I just, I wanted to ask you that like on my, on my own, <laughs> that wasn't, even <laughs> but you know, cause I'm trying to do the same thing, like make, mm-hmm. it's almost like you're making a curriculum. I feel like I'm like a, a teacher or something. A whole syllabus. Yes, right. ma'am. Yes. So I'm <laughs> like, I gotta, I gotta get this stuff together and I know it's going to come. I'm very big on creative energy. And I know sometimes it just, if you try to force it, it feels forced and it will feel like that when you're trying to implement it with people. So, yeah. And I think that's the other thing that's kind of held me back also because entrepreneurship, I've done it a little, I've stuck my toe in the waters. I have a mobile notary business as well for like three years. Um, But this is different. It requires my brain to operate different and come up with things in a different way. Mm -hmm. And so 
I'm like, I'm mindset shifting in the midst of learning these things and implementing these things and sharing it with the world. And so it's like, uh, does this make sense? And then it's always like, uh, I know where I'm currently at, but I am helping people that may not be where I currently am. And so what do I need to say that's going to land with somebody that's where I've been? Yeah. And so having to go back in time, like, okay, well, how did I feel? What was going on? What, what emotions were, was I experiencing? Like it's, yes. it's like I have to jump in a time machine <laughs> to go gather intel to bring it forth and then make it make sense. Exactly. <laughs> it's very true though, because yeah. that's how you, that's essentially how you will pull in ideal clientele is describing yeah the feeling or the thing that brought you to where you are, like you said, and you know, it wasn't the same person. (laughs) It's like, um, yeah, I I definitely remember the beginning part of like where I started to go on Mm -hmm. a healing journey, like the words that stood out to me then versus now I'm like, Oh girl, no, I don't deal with that no more. (laughs) (laughs) Boundaries. What? (laughs) I already got, I got them, like, you know, but yes. other people don't. So like, yeah. you, have to, you know, pull out things that you might've conquered a little bit to mm-hmm. catch the attention of the clients. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about, I, um, I like to ask everybody this, like, what are some of the tools that you use kind of in your practices that you, you can't live without? Like in my personal life practice or in my coaching um, practice or any, anywhere. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so one thing I absolutely cannot live without is my morning routine. Um, I'm a morning girl, baby. Girl. Through an hour every morning at least. Sometimes an hour and a half depending on how long I decide to read something a little longer or if I need yeah. to journal a little bit or if I need to pull an oracle card. It, just, it depends on the morning. The, the card. <laughs> cards every now and then too and I got questions yeah yeah but I do I have my um so I got my morning routine from a book called The Morning Miracle by Hal Elrod and it is uh savers and so it's silence affirmations visualization exercise reading and scribing and so I don't do all of those things every single morning but I do a combination of at least three or four of them for sure yeah. Um, and it does. It keeps me grounded. I remember when I first started in this coaching space and I was overly eager to get everything done because I just I can't help myself. <laughs> I get excited. And it's like, go, go, go. Yeah. And sometimes I would skip my morning practice and I was like, girl, we are waking up a little tired. We're hmm, we're not slowing down enough to like breathe and, and make sure we're good. So we yeah. have to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. So the morning routine, not negotiable. And I'm working on implementing the evening routine. Okay. You know, I feel the same way. Morning, I like have it all together. I, mm-hmm. Like I'm up early. I do all my stuff. Yeah. And then evening is somewhere between, it's like seven. And then the next thing I know is 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'm like, I just gotta like jump in the bed. Like it's, I don't know when it happens. Like I promise, it's like seven, boom, ten, and I'm just like, how the, how did it get yeah, to yeah. be ten p.m. 
And now I, I, mean, I don't know how the girls do it. I've watched the evening routine, YouTube and everything. And I'm like, y'all look real cute. Like it didn't just get to be like super late real quick. Yeah. Or do y'all go to bed at eight o'clock? Like I got to figure out. <laughs> yeah. And then like people suggest cutting TV off and putting your phone away two hours before. But I just, I feel like I do so much throughout the day that watching the TV is the wind down for me. Yeah. And so I need this practice to be simple. Like I I've just been doing like a gratitude practice and maybe a meditation, but it's not been anything extensive. Sometimes I color. Yeah. (laughs) I have one of those little coloring books and I think I did a page Mm -hmm. and I was like, I got to get something bigger. I need to go just get the the little ones with all the little lines. (laughs) It's not, it's not for me. (laughs) but yeah, that evening routine is nothing lengthy because it, like you said, I look up and I'm like, damn, when did it turn 10 o'clock? And it's, it's bedtime yeah. or I didn't fell asleep because I thought I was going to do just a little something extra. And then the sleep snatched me. I know. That's how I feel. Even when I turn on the TV, they're like, turn it off. I'm like, oh, don't worry. I'm about to be sleeping 10 minutes. I already know this. <laughs> like, so I'm really just turning it on. And usually I will turn on like, um, my, my new favorite thing are these beach wave sounds with like black Ooh. screen on YouTube mm-hmm. or like rain. Oh my God. I mean, knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> That's a part of my evening routine. Just turning on the TV and turning on sound. Mm-hmm. Falling asleep. But I think, I think you're probably right about just keeping it simple. Yeah. You need to like take Cause I can commit to an hour in the morning, but I, I don't think that I have an hour in the morning. Too. Not yet. Maybe when I don't care about TV, but I don't feel like I watch a lot of TV, so I'm not willing to give it up. Same. I don't. And it's very specific programming, so I don't feel like I'm being fed anything I don't want mm-hmm. to like see. Like um I don't watch violent things at night or anything like that. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm keeping the same. Same. <laughs> Except some anime, it's, it's been a little violent, but it's cartoons. It doesn't feel as bad. <laughs> Do you, um, like, who's been your most important mentor? Hmm. Such a pivot, but I like to ask people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to say it's been like a combination of people. Mm-hmm. So I did, I had a coach. Uh, I did a three-month boot camp to lay all of the structural foundation of things for my business. So contracts and um, onboarding and welcome letters and putting the package together and pricing and all the things and networking of it all, all that. Yeah. Um, And so she was very helpful. Um, And she's got a Facebook group that I'm still a part of. Mm -hmm. Um, And then my therapist, she is an entrepreneur. And so she then knows things and, She's also like my number one cheerleader. So that's real helpful. Awesome. Um, and then I just actually uh, signed up for two mentors. Um, one I've talked to more uh, recently and she's helping me with the networking piece of things, like getting out there, getting the exposure, meeting people and all of that, because mm-hmm. your girls never had to do any of that for this state job that I have. That's right. And I, I, I got to do it so people know who I am. I can't be the best kept, kept secret. <laughs> exactly. And so, yeah. yeah, it's almost like in the coaching sphere, 
also actively changing your mindset, like mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole time, because you know what Absolutely. looks like coach you want to be. We see the people, we see their success and we're like, okay, I need to be like that. But then it's still like fighting yourself mm-hmm. sometimes to be like, I can do that. Yeah. Like it's just right there, but pushing out of like the comfort zones. Yeah. You'll be doing good work. I think a lot of myself included, um, women need to know that it's okay to want anything more and more is if you want it and you can think about it you can have it absolutely and telling people that sometimes I know is like such a foreign thing to be like you can do whatever Mm -hmm. you want to do you can be whoever you want to be you can change your personality anything as much as you want to yeah, you can wake up a whole new you tomorrow if you want. If you feel yeah. like it, <laughs> start calling you another name, and what are we gonna do? Mm-hmm. Call you that? <laughs> like, if that's what you want to go by now, like, uh, but that's that's gonna be real, real good work for for yeah. the collective of women for sure. And we do, we need that because I don't feel like I've ever had that kind of encouragement. Like I, even last year, I was like, mm, I'm gonna do a business. And I want to make six figures. And I said, you know what? Damn that. I want to make seven figures. Yeah. Yeah. And then I kept doing uh, workshops and learning from different people who have been in this space. And there's women out here making eight figures. And I started following some of them because, you know, I do too. I follow. I'm ready to go wherever this money wants to pile in from. If if from your own experience, like it ain't even no pretending. It's things that you went through and learned yourself. And, you know, I've definitely followed some where I'm like to even chat with them. You got to have like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Like, damn, what's up? Like like, try to get there. But, you know, Mm -hmm. some some work must be done before then. Some layers have to be knocked off in there too and I'm here for it I'm here for it yeah because I'm ready to get I told my mom I said I'm tired of living a broke bitch life (laughs) I need maids I need chefs I want a yacht I want to do things that I didn't think I could do okay shoot I told my girl I don't like shopping but somebody can personal shop for me that's just kind of who I am he was like I could definitely see somebody bringing you clothes to the house and them all and not even go nowhere I'm like that's the kind of life I need that kind of exactly so I gotta get busy (laughs) (laughs) um how does your spirituality help you balance your mental health and your self-care and wellness practices um I would say it reminds me that it's bigger than me. Mm-hmm. Having a practice reminds me that it is not just about me, but I have to show up and do the work. And I also have to be able to be present mm-hmm. in the things that I do. And it's important to still enjoy life. And so it keeps me balanced. Yeah. I feel you. I feel like mm-hmm. we have a lot of similarities. I really do have to <laughs> teach myself like, Right now is the only thing that really exists. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we can plan for future and everything, but like not so much that I give myself an anxiety attack thinking about it and yeah. then realizing that the past only happened to help me get to where I am. So no absolutely well on that. So being present is the best gift I can give myself. Mm-hmm. So in the moment. Yeah. yeah. And this Untethered Soul book is, I'm hoping it will give me the insight that I 
I feel like I need to get over this hump of, I don't want to be bothered by things outside of me Mm -hmm. because I know that things outside of me aren't a personal attack on me. Yeah. But you know, you go through life and you live it a certain way and you think about things a certain way and to unprogram yourself from operating in that space, it's work. And that's, that's my next thing that I want to accomplish because I do, I don't, I want to be like a Buddha, just, just calm, just peace within (laughs) and without regardless. It's like, Oh, that car ran into me. No big deal. Uh, You know, it's just, it's a car. It's things happen. Yeah. Life goes on. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) And and that's like also same there because like on my bathroom mirror, it's like, don't take anything personal and don't make assumptions, which just encompasses all that. Like nothing has, whenever people act this way, I'd be like, don't have nothing to do with me. That's just what mm-hmm. I'd be saying to myself. Don't have nothing to do with mm-hmm. your anger, like mm-hmm. any type of behavior <laughs> that you had. Like none of it has anything to do with me. And yeah, I'll say a lot. I'll be like to myself, I'll be like, no, oh, that's a youth. Like, okay, <laughs> right. <I'm> good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> like I can remove myself from the situation, <laughs> but no longer letting it get me angry. I used to just little stuff used to just yes. see me in the tizzy. And it's like yes. not anything. Yes, tizzy. Like, no. It was tizzy. <laughs> Girl, I mean, like out of here, like out of body experience, yeah. like nervous system frazzle. And yeah. it's been the most free to just be like, I don't got nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. And just keep it moving. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I want so much more of that in my life. So, yes. Yes. So, yes. I am a certified life coach specializing in happiness, fulfillment, and purpose. Tell me what your idea of happiness is and something that you're grateful for today. My idea of happiness, mm, it would just have to be doing things that make you happy that make you that light you up that enhance your energy not things that suck and drain you yes um or bypassing doing things so that you can have that happy space Mm -hmm. um I am a recovering people pleaser and so no is one of my favorite words (laughs) (laughs) because I don't have to commit to all the things that I used to feel like I had to commit to Mm -hmm. um and just having that freedom makes me happy (laughs) yes no I 100% agree with you there like I don't feel any kind of way saying no anymore like, oh. and people are like what are you about to do I'm like I'm like literally nothing I just don't want to yeah. <laughs> my best friend said one time she said uh because she talks uh she's a therapist oh. and she told one of her clients she said my best friend just says no and she'll be like well why and she'll be like mm, I just don't want to and that is me if I don't want to I'm not explaining myself I said no I said <laughs> what I said <laughs> and people learn like yeah. We do. I said, yeah. I, I have a friend who like respects, like she'll invite me to do something and I might do it, but she know like there's a point in the night where I get dropped off. Like I'm going home. It's probably like mm-hmm. 8 p.m. I'm I'm finished. Yeah. And I respect that I'll invite her somewhere in the morning and she not up. I don't get mad at yeah. her. It's just yeah. So we yeah. learn to like work with each other. <laughs> we respect people's boundaries. Yeah. That's what we're learning to do. And it feels good when you can just freely be you and yeah. people just 
allow it and not try to make you feel bad about it. Please. Come. Um, it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't- but I guess I would say that just piggybacking off of that, I'm grateful that I have people in my life now that respect my time and respect my no. Yes. It's the best. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't have to like be on more than I really feel like it. I can just be me. And I am loved and appreciated just the same. And we are finally getting to this space and this age where like, that's a thing. Like just letting people be what they are. Either you want to accept it or you don't, you have the option. It is yours and yours only. And it's so much more peaceful. It is. (laughs) So peaceful. (laughs) Just so peaceful. That's what I told people. I, I'm grateful for today, just peace. Like mm-hmm. I can tell when it started happening in the healing journey, I'm like, ooh, okay, I think it's finally quiet. And you know, like your body is like, why is it quiet? You know, trauma yeah. makes you like, it's too quiet. Let's yeah. Start some shit. But <laughs> that's how I used to be. Like, like, yeah. The worst. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's start a party. Like, just yeah. start being manipulative. I'm very glad to be out of that. But it just, I'm finally at a place where it's like, there is really no resistance happening. Mm-hmm. Chill. Absolutely. It's a really beautiful place. Yes, it <laughs> it's is. Beautiful. Um, so we, this will wrap up the episode. Um, this is episode number 80. Um, tell the listeners how they can find you. So um, you can go to yamanamitchell.com and that will take you to all of my bio links for Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and all of that. Uh, Spelled Y-A-M-I-N-A-H-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L.com. And that gives you everything. If you don't want to go to the website, you can just type in Coach Yams with a Z. Uh, pretty much everywhere because I have claimed that name everywhere I could. Oh, even on YouTube, mm-hmm, girl, I'm everywhere. Coach Ams is everywhere. <laughs> I love that. Do you like to call Coach Ams? Yes. Yeah, I like. People it. call me Yams anyway, so you know I'm a coach now. Just call me Coach Ams. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, um, thank you so much for coming on the episode. I'm so grateful and appreciative. Do you have anything else you want to say before we leave out? Uh, thank you for having me. And we don't have to do shit out of obligation no more. Let's stop. You need help with it? Holla at your girl. Yes. Hit her up, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we'll talk to you again next week. Bye. Hi, guys. One more thing before you go. Please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also catch up on the podcast on YouTube at the same name, Real Talk with Michelle. Make sure to hit the notification button to be notified when new episodes go up. You can like our Facebook page, Real Talk with Michelle, and give us a follow on Instagram at Real Talk with Michelle. You can also leave voice notes in Anchor. And if you'd like to send in your guest gratitudes or you'd like to be featured on a future episode or you have topic suggestions, you can email realtalkwithmichelle at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can at 
www.anchor.fm, that's F as in Frank and M as in Mary, backslash Real Talk with Michelle, backslash support. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Real Talk with Michelle. I am so grateful for you. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.